Welcome to NARPM Radio, your source for property management practices and ideas to help your career, delivered to fit your busy schedule. NARPM Radio, get tuned in. If you as a property manager don't hold the security deposit, it makes life much easier for you in managing the property, right? No escrow reconciliation, no liability. No, your liability is through the roof. My name is Harry Heist. I'm the founding partner of Heist, Weiss & Wolk, the property manager's partner. If you're acting as a finder's fee-only agent, you should not be holding the security deposit. After all, you're not managing the property. But if you are managing the property, you have a choice. The owner can hold the deposit or you can hold the deposit in your escrow account. Let's examine whether to hold it in your account or have the owner hold it. What are the advantages and the disadvantages? If you hold the deposit, one of the disadvantages is that you have to have an escrow account. You have to follow all the laws and the rules. It's no big deal. Learn how to properly have an escrow account. Experts are out there to help you. There's loads of resources. The advantages of holding the deposit is that you have control over these funds. You collect them, you hold them, you notify the tenant where the money is within 30 days of lease signing, and at the end of the tenancy, you will be either returning the funds or making the claim using your notice of intention to impose claim on the security deposit. This is all disclosed in a lease, so it's over and done with as soon as the lease is signed. The lease names the bank, the location. The big advantage is that you are the caretaker of the money, not the owner. You have control. In your property management agreement, you should have a clause saying you have the sole decision-making power as to claims, returns, etc. You don't want the owner involved in the claim. An owner and you might disagree, and if this happens, you need to jump into action and try to convince the owner to do what is right based upon your professional judgment. Now, if the owner holds the funds, we have an advantage. No escrow account, no auditing, nothing. Theoretically, if there's a dispute, the tenant will go after the owner. Note, I said theoretically, sometimes the tenant will still sue the property management company and you're not holding the, the funds. The disadvantages of the owner holding the funds, the tenant may think you are holding these funds when you are not. This needs to be made real clear in the beginning using the security deposit agreement, which clearly states that you are not holding the funds, you have no control over the funds. The owner needs to hold these funds in a Florida bank account. So you know you can't send the money out of state. Many owners will want you to do this. You can't do this. When the tenant leaves, who's going to make a claim on the deposit? You are put in a position where you may be asked to make a claim on the deposit, but you don't even have the money. The owner might not follow the law and not make the claim within the 30 days as required by law. Would you know the owner even failed to make the claim or would it be too late once you found out? Many owners fail to follow the specific law, FS 83.49. Many owners use the money up so it's gone. The tenants though come after you. The tenant may dispute the claim, and here you are stuck in the middle. You don't have the money. 
The owner and the tenant disagree. The owner and the tenant's dispute pulls you right into the mess. One of the arguments we see when there's a dispute is that the tenant could say they paid the money to you, therefore you are responsible for taking care of the money. Now you have some responsibility, some liability. Some judges buy into that argument. Simply put, if you manage the property, your best practice is for you to hold the funds, put them in your escrow account, keep control of the tenant's money. Finally, if you're doing finder's fee only, as we mentioned before, you don't want to hold the security deposit. The owner needs to do this. You just must make it 100% clear to the tenant that you are not holding the money, you have no control over it. This can and should be placed in the lease or in a separate agreement. Your best practice is to have the security deposit check made out to the owner and then the tenant directly pays the owner this money. This is for a finder's fee only because now you're not even touching the money. Sometimes the owner will refuse to open a Florida bank account or use a bank that operates in Florida. If this is the case, let the tenant and the owner deal directly with the money between themselves. Don't get involved. Could the owner get in trouble for keeping the money out of state? Maybe, but actually we've never seen it happen. Are you convinced yet? If you are managing a property, you should hold the deposit. If it's a finder's fee only, the owner will hold the deposit. If you're working for a broker that says he or she does not want to have an escrow account, you need to become a broker yourself or find a broker you could work under that wants to do it right. Property management and sales are two different animals and often brokers don't understand this. Many brokers who do sales don't have escrow accounts. Successful property managers have escrow accounts, period. Use the proper software to lower your liability and have as much control as possible over the claim made on the deposit. Follow the procedure. Finally, if you're not holding the deposit, send the owner the law. Copy FS 83.49 and get some verification that the owner got this. The law explains everything. You don't want an owner to claim they did not know the law and now it's somehow your fault. Watch out. There are attorneys who solicit business looking for tenants who have security deposit disputes and they sue. You need to protect yourself. If you have any questions regarding this topic or any other topic, please feel free to email us at info at evict.com. Thanks for listening to NARPM Radio. For more details on today's subject, refer to the show notes or visit narpum.org. Subscribe to NARPM Radio through iTunes or Podbean and get alerted to new recordings. We'll see you next time on NARPM Radio.